Ready for a different kind of distance? In South Dakota's open spaces, there's room to ride, stop, and explore. When you're ready to travel, great places are waiting. Learn more at TravelSouthDakota.com. Curling fans, you've come to the one place with everything you need to know involving USA Curling and more. It's the 12th In Sports Network's The Extra Extra In Podcast with hosts Price Atkinson and Jenna Martin. Get ready for everything you need to know. News, interviews, points of view, club spotlights, and more. Anything involving USA Curling can be found here. It's the Extra Extra In Podcast with the 12th In Sports Network. Now, here are Price and Jenna. All right, we're coming to you Thanksgiving week. Price Atkinson, Jenna Martin. Yes, the Extra Action Podcast with the 12th in Sports Network is alive and will. Well, I should say. Jenna K. Martin. Jenna, how are you tonight as we are, uh, we're doing a little bit of a holiday-themed edition this week? What's been happening? Holiday-themed. Indeed. Um, just trying to get through the work week here, short week. I'm excited for the long weekend. So much so that I just spilled the red wine all over myself, my couch. Um, but we're good now. We're ready to record, talk some curling. Um, week's almost done. How are you doing? <laughs> Upholstery timeouts are definitely a thing here on the Extra Extra End. With the Godfather, uh, maybe not because I don't know if Joe's ever spilled anything, uh, especially any red wine. Um, but they are now a thing. They are, uh, if you need to call that upholstery timeout to do any kind of further oxy cleaning, then just say the word because we can okay. press pause and nobody will know a thing. Cause that's the beauty of podcasting, right? Is you're listening to the extra extra in that you can subscribe to on Apple podcast, uh, Google play stitcher, but most importantly, you can go to tesn.us forward slash podcast, listen to every single episode right there and by the way for those of you listening right now who are ready to ask well or say well the podcast did not come up on apple Podcasts last week i am trying to figure that out i am working on that it is available on other platforms and like i said tsn.us uh or .us forward slash podcast you can go to spreaker too they're always up on spreaker you just search the extra extra in curling you will find it but i am troubleshooting trying to figure out why episode five last week did not come up, and so I will. I'm getting to the bottom of that, Jenna, and I will have an answer. And hopefully, we will have no problems as we're recording on Tuesday evening, as we turn the page. And this will be up on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, for your listening pleasure, your travel pleasure, wherever you're going. Uh, Jenna, Milwaukee is that what's in the uh, crosshairs for you? You stay in put, or where are you and uh, Doug headed to? Yeah, nowhere too exciting. Hopefully, none of my family listens to this. Yeah. They are exciting, but we're going about a half hour each direction, doing his family Thanksgiving, my family Friday, um, and then hopefully just spending a weekend at home. Like, it's exhausting all the family time, you know? What oh are you doing? Uh, I'd be pissed is what I'd be. I'd be going to Atlanta tomorrow for the probably the third time in the last three months. And it's, you know, since my family does not listen nor care about this podcast, I can talk about it freely here. My wife will never know what I say (laughs) is that she signed us up for a series of running races called the Triple Peach. And that consists of the Peachtree Road Race on July the 4th that morning. It's an annual Atlanta tradition. It's one of the biggest 10Ks in the Southeast, probably in the United States. Um, So it's a series. So you do that one. You do a 10-miler in October, and then it's a half marathon slash 5K on Thanksgiving morning. And so we did the Peachtree on July the 4th, 
I did. I did, let me just not say I did. I suffered through the ten miler uh, with uh, travel, unable to train. Uh, so this one, I called uh, the Atlanta Track Club last or two weeks ago and said, "Please, sir, uh, move me from the half marathon to the five k." So I'm going to do the five k. She is going to do the half marathon on Thanksgiving morning. Then we are hopping in the car and coming right back to the upstate of South Carolina to indulge in tryptophan and macaroni and cheese and dressing and all kinds of other goodness. So that is the extent uh, it'll be loaded with probably a lot of college basketball, college football watching uh, on the side, as well as probably some curling with the Canada Cup that's going to be on ESPN3. So that is what's going to consist of the Atkinson plan. Yeah, I'm not excited about it. I'm going to suffer through it. I'm taking one for the team, and this is all a part of being a good uh, husband and partner. Right, Jenna? Um, I guess so. I'm right there with you, but uh sounds like you guys are working for your Thanksgiving meals, and I'm feeling a little bit guilty now that I'm probably just going to roll out of bed and head to eat 2,000 calories in one sitting. So good for you, Price. I'm impressed. Well, I can do a 5K hungover, no problem, and I'm not gonna, uh, I, <laughs> I would not even attempt a 10K or much less a half marathon in any said condition, but I, I will get through it. I'll survive, and you know, I'll have earned whatever I'm going to ingest uh, on Thursday. But really, more importantly, I'm going to ingest a whole lot more on Friday and Saturday because in the South, look, college football reigns supreme. I know you're, you know, NFL country Packer backer. Look, you were at a college. Were you at a college game this past week? Were you at a, uh, the Badger game? We were at the Badger game. Yeah, they played Purdue on uh, Saturday. I got jealous because I met somebody. About a week ago, we were talking about places that I want to go to a, a game at. And yes, believe it or not, one of the first places, I think the th- one of the three stadiums that came out of my mouth was to go to a Badger game there in Madison. They said, it is awesome. So I'm just going to leave Great. it right there. We're, I can't leave it right there. We're getting so off track here. But you had talked about coming, using your air miles to, or whatever, spending some money on Delta to get your status. So you have to come up. We have season Badger tickets, and we will take you to a game. Uh, if if there's going to be a home game before the end of the year, one more, then there's I'll see. Not. Yes, yes, oh. that's what I thought. Yeah, I'm in a bind with Delta on that mile stuff, but I'm not going to bore anybody uh, with the, with that kind of stuff. But look, we got a lot here to get to. We've got Jamie Sinclair. We've got an interview with her. So I talked to her yesterday. Going to bring you that interview fresh off the win in Red Deer. Uh, I step in it in the very at the very beginning, and I'll let you hear it uh, with Jamie, where I I I step in it with my question uh, <laughs> that I asked her, uh, but I'll let her I'll let her answer take it and let everybody listen from there. But uh, Jamie Sinclair in the next segment, and then Jenna and I are going to wrap it up. As we're on the precipice of Thanksgiving, real quick before we get into curling, can I just tell you a, a quick Thanksgiving joke, Jenna? Oh boy, sure. What do you call a dumb gobbler? I don't know. What a jerky turkey! Oh boy, <laughs> that was that was from my uh, my daughter's first grade play at uh, Thanksgiving at uh, at first at uh, elementary school this morning. I just thought I'd throw that one in because that was a good joke. All right, uh, let's get to the curling stuff. Uh, we got a lot to get into. Uh, speaking of uh, curling, USA's curling uh, five days of giving is underway. USACurl.org. Go visit uh, USACurling.org and register to win. Their five days of giving is it is underway, but not a whole lot happening last week. Jenna uh, Madison Bear, they were at the Boundary Ford Curling Classic, went one and three. Minji Kim won it. Um, the biggest thing I take away from that is what the hell are they doing playing ten ends in a cash spiel? Seriously, I don't have an answer for you. You know my feelings on ten ends. Other than it being a change of pace, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I'm uh, just going to leave that one right there. All right, uh, Team Schuster was at the Ashley Home Store. 
Curling Classic in Penticton, British Columbia. I, when you look at events on the men's and women's side, no question about it, that was the premier event uh, of, of last weekend. And, and Schuster and those guys, they, I, I mean, I think they got drilled pretty hard. Two and three, didn't qualify. Um, I believe uh, Botcher, no, it was Botcher and McEwen in the final. Um, they were joined by a couple Scottish teams, Bruce Mowat and uh, Royce, uh, oh, God, what's the kid, White. Um, they were in the other semifinalists, but it ended up being Botcher, McEwen, but Schuster did not qualify for the playoffs. So I believe that they will be in action again, along with a lot of other teams uh, this coming weekend in Neville. We'll get to that in a minute. But Jed Brundage came up shy, qualifying in the Sonova Spiel at East St. Paul in Winnipeg. Uh, Jed Brundage's team uh, out of the uh, out of uh, uh, Fargo came up just one game short in, in the C, C qualifier. But really, w- really a good run for those guys. So uh, not much happening, Jenna, across uh, the World Curling Tour. Pretty light week. It's it really gears up. Uh, I guess really this this weekend. With the Phil Drobnik Invitational at Curl Masabi and Eveleth, along with the joint event going on, the America's Challenge with Brazil, Mexico, and Team USA. Yeah, always nice to have that Eveleth feel. Um, it's feels that have to come by in the U.S. that are competitive um, and that have a lot of talent. So I'm excited to get the Eveleth Curl Masabi feel going, see how everything pans out, um, finally have a tournament stateside. So best of luck to everybody competing up there this weekend. Yeah, uh, I mean that's really. It's don't you think that the the Drobnik Invitational is really a a U.S. Open slash kind of like U.S. Nationals light kind of event? I mean it's it. I mean it's a solid event, and then you obviously have a a a combination of of, of some of the uh, international teams. You know, like you'll have the Brazilians; uh, they're going to be entered. Um, you know, you got a couple of Canadian ranks, I believe. Uh, uh, J.T. Ryan uh, is entered from. From Canada, um, I know on the women's side, I, th- I mean, all the top U.S. teams are there. I don't, I don't think there's – I think all the top high-performance uh, men's and junior national teams there. But on the women's side, I think probably the women's is, in my opinion, is probably a little bit deeper, uh, especially looking at the field when you look at, um, you know, Teresa Cannon's rink from Winnipeg is there. Uh, there's a Korean team, a really good uh, uh, Korean team, uh, Unji Gim, they're there. Uh, Krista McCarvel uh, from Thunder Bay. Um, and then Laura Walker uh, from Edmonton, Alberta, they're there. I, so I think the women's field, at least in my opinion, is, is probably deeper, more talented. Yeah, I mean, the talent there is pretty incredible. And then also, you can't go wrong. That skill is driving distance for a lot of our top athletes as well as, yep. um, you mentioned the Winnipeg team, the Thunder Bay team. Um, so it's in a great location. I wish we had more in the U.S. Hopefully we're headed in that direction. But, uh, yeah, it's a great event. Yeah, it is a good event. So good luck to all the teams and uh, certainly Coach Drobnik running that event. And, uh, you know, just hope uh, hope all the, uh, the USA teams uh, ha- have a great weekend. And, you know, I'm sure it's uh, it's if you're going to be away for Thanksgiving, that's not very far from, like you said, most of the teams to go. It, it's fairly central. And, you know, everybody knows each other. Everybody's pretty good friends uh, when it comes to the sport. It's it's a close-knit sport. So it's a good uh Good, good event to have on, on that Thanksgiving weekend. But, you know, I did talk to uh, – we were talking last week, Jenna, about Team All-Pro. And I talked to our man Jason Smith uh, today very briefly. And he did give me the update since we could not find anything on Curling Zone anywhere online. Uh, he did confirm that uh, Team All-Pro did come up second in the Dakota Challenger, uh, and they got second. And Smitty did say that they were pretty close to winning it 
he said that they were up two playing the eighth and that he because of his last two he he missed his last two shots skipping the team that uh they gave up three and that was the end of story uh as they lost that one. So oh, a tough break. Man. Tough break, but he said that they're pretty close. He feels like that they're gonna be and make nationals this year. Uh just gotta keep grinding away, but he thinks they're gonna make it. Yeah, no kidding. It sounds like from what you're saying with the line scores in the final, they position themselves to win the game. So things must be going well for them. Um, I haven't seen them play yet this season, but hopefully we can see them at Nationals. I'm really pulling for them. Yeah, me too. And it'd be awesome to to have those guys. And, uh, you know, Jared Allen is uh, obviously a, a name that a lot of people know and people think it's it. a lot of people think it's a gimmick. They, they think it's a joke. But, you know, watching Michael Roos and – you know, Jared at Nationals last year throwing rocks for hours next door, um, you know, in the club there at uh, the Kalamazoo Curling Club right next to the arena there. They, I mean, those guys are working. And I, I, I think we're going to get Smitty on here probably in the next week or two is be one of our guests because I think he could, instead of having one of the team all pro on, um, you know, one of the, the football guys, I really want to have Smitty on and talk to him because I think he'll share exactly really how close they are. And I would really like to hear his opinion, you know, from somebody that has obviously played for a very long time, curled at the Olympics. I'd like to hear what Smitty has to say on really how close he thinks they are. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think he would be playing with those guys if he didn't see a lot of potential or see it as being a great opportunity. So I'm sure he's a lot of great insight that we haven't seen or heard about yet. Um, And he can also offer some perspective, like you said, that, Maybe the, the NFL guys aren't quite familiar with yet the sport. So, um, yeah, we have to have him on here. I'm excited to hear from him. All right. You want to follow Jenna on Twitter? I think you should. She's a must follow at underscore Jenna Martin 15. You can follow me at Price Atkinson. And certainly the 12th in Sports Network, you can always follow on Twitter as well at 12th in Sports. And so. We're going to take a break. Jen and I are going to come right back. I've got one more Thanksgiving joke to ask uh, to tell her when we come back for the final segment after this interview with Jamie Sinclair. And then she's got, I think she's got a few questions concocted for me, what I have no idea. I told her I was boring. She's more fun to talk to, but I, for some reason she disagrees. So we're going to get into that. And also uh, a little bit more on curling, what's ahead, uh, you know, coming up this weekend. And also a shout-out to a special uh, junior national team that qualified last weekend. That's a whole lot more coming up, Jenna. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Jamie Sinclair, and then we'll wrap this thing up here on the 12th in Sports Network's The Extra Extra and Podcast. Ready for a different kind of distance? In South Dakota's open spaces, there's room to ride, stop, and explore. When you're ready to travel, great places are waiting. Learn more at TravelSouthDakota.com. And everything involving USA curling and more is here on the Extra Extra In podcast. Here again are Price and Jenna. All right, welcome back into the Extra Extra In podcast with the 12th In Sports Network. Jenna will be back here in the next segment with me, but we're going to talk with Jamie Sinclair, the skip of Team Sinclair. And Jamie, coming off the win uh, in Red Deer uh, out in Alberta, what a fantastic week you guys had. Now, obviously, a couple weeks ago, but uh, you know, qualify through the B side and, and you get your first what world curling tour win. I'm going to go back. I was trying to look it up earlier, maybe since the players. 
<laughs> is that is that the well, last? Rub it in. <laughs> well, not rubbing it in, yeah. but I, I said I, I told Jerry even earlier. I was talking to him with Jerry Gertz. I said I thought they had one in there in between, like Swiss Cup, Basel, uh, Canad in somewhere in there. But I, I kept looking for it nope. and I couldn't find it. So I was like, <laughs> maybe I'm off. So I'm going to ask Jamie right out of the you gate. You got to go so. back pretty far, yeah. All right, <laughs> it was not rubbing it in, Jamie. But look, that one feels really good. Just tell us how did it feel. Yeah, uh, well, you, you summed it up pretty well. It feels really good. Um, we're just we're starting to get our groove back. We're finding that momentum. Uh, really came together as a team. Um, it was a pretty good competition, and the ice was great. So uh, we were just able to to really execute. Yeah, and you qualify through uh, the B side, and you know you play uh, Brett Richards from from British Columbia, and it, it was really a game that you guys had firm control over pretty much over halfway through it, and I believe it was what uh, six to four, five to two. It, uh, it held me out. It was five to two, I think, at the halfway point, and then they come back yeah, and we, yeah, take us through it. Yeah, <laughs> got a little dicey there for a second. <laughs> we definitely. Uh, we had control at the start. We were feeling confident. Um, we were playing really well. Um, but then, you know, third game of the day, we played nine games that weekend. We were tired in that final. Um, and we, uh, we definitely slipped up in that, in the middle of the game. Uh, they made, they were playing really well. So they made a really nice comeback. Uh, and we really had to buckle down in that last end, um, and, and try to steal a couple points on them. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a roller coaster of a final. That's for sure. Yeah, it entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> and not only did you, I mean, you, you, you're, you're down one playing the last without. Uh, I mean, you obviously didn't steal just one. You stole two for the win, and it was mm-hmm. you know a gritty, much needed as we discussed. But you know the confidence that that gives you guys in a team that has, let's say it again. I mean, it's you guys are fairly new. I mean, this is the first time all of you have played together, so it does take a little yeah. bit of time to gel. But this has got to be that springboard in confidence that you got to have moving forward. Is, is really a championship season. You get ready for nationals. It's not that far away. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And like you said, as a new team, new players, um, we're just trying to, you know, figure out our team systems. Um, and it's definitely taken a while, but we're doing all the right things. We're definitely on track. So it, it was really nice to to kind of finally get thrown a bone um, and have a have a weekend kind of go our way um, and see all the work that we've been putting in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know turn around in a game uh, with a W. So uh, feeling good, feeling confident, um, moving forward. Like you said, the the Nationals are just around the corner. It's crazy mm-hmm. uh, how fast the season has gone by. Now with the win, I believe, looking earlier today, year-to-date at least, World Curling Tour rankings, you now move into the top 30 in the world. Uh, certainly I know you want to keep moving on up that list, but you know, with, mm-hmm. the, with the new team and, and new faces and, and new personalities, new communication, how have you guys gelled together? You know, five-person team, you got a new coach in Kathy O. I want to ask you about her and, and, and everything that she's kind of brought mm-hmm. to the table in, in just a minute, but the five of you, you know, you kind of retool a little bit. Sometimes it doesn't just hit right out of the gate. It takes some time with personalities and Mm -hmm. communication yeah definitely um it's taken some time but i mean the the group of girls that are on this team are just just the absolute best Mm -hmm. um we we get along really well on and off the ice which goes a long way um and i just i have so much respect for them i'm i'm just really happy to be uh, with these with this group so um yeah, it's been it's been slow um, so far this season, but I think it's an extremely promising team. 
Um, and, and yeah, just really confident as far as where this team can go. Mm-hmm. Um, any, yeah, just definitely moving in the right direction, going upwards. You know, the, the addition of Corey, um, Christensen to the back end playing, you know, vice skip and mm-hmm. third with you, how's that strengthen the lineup? And, and that's nothing against, you know, previous, you know, thirds and vice skips you've had, but obviously Corey's had a lot of success on her own, but then moving over just to strengthen this lineup, you know, what has she mm-hmm. brought to the team? How have you guys enjoyed playing together on the back end and communicating with decisions and, and, and other things? Yeah, actually Corey and I are really similar. Um, mm-hmm. so we're kind of just on the same wavelength, which is really good. She's very level-headed. She's very smart out there, and uh, she's just a heck of a shooter. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's been a lot of fun to to have her in the third position, and she's really embraced. It's a totally new position. She skipped forever, right? So mm-hmm. completely new position for her, and she's really embraced it, and uh, she's learned a lot, and she keeps improving. Um, but yeah, she's just uh, she's a huge asset. She's a really good shooter in that uh, third position for sure. All right, uh, as we continue with Skip Jamie Sinclair, before we uh, let her go, a couple more questions, especially about Kathy O. Uh, what is Kathy O? Mm-hmm. You know, having her now as the the coach of the team, had a lot of fun hanging out with her in Korea and getting to know her. She is just a, a the personality that she brings is just so fun. I know to the ice and to your team. What is her knowledge and everything, the background that she's brought? How has that helped? How has it been different? Mm-hmm. It, it's been great working with uh, Kathy so far. She, um, well, I mean, obviously she's she's really smart. She's been around the game forever. She she has a good grasp of a lot of our opponents, so she mm-hmm. can kind of give us some, some insight there. Um, and then strategy too, like just every aspect of, uh, of the sport, she always seems to, to have um, really good information to share. So we're just trying to, soak all that up um but mostly she she just brings a ton of energy she's really competitive and she's she's really good at encouraging us to to be the best uh, like individual players that we can but also best teammates that we can um so just kind of feeding off of the uh, all the energy that she brings is uh it's really fun to be around all right. Uh, make sure to give Team Sinclair a follow at Team J Sinclair on Twitter. Jamie herself, Jamie Sinclair twenty one at Jamie Sinclair twenty one. What does the twenty one stand for? <laughs> it's just my number. I was born <laughs> on the twenty first. Uh, very creative. I know, but I, it's just always been uh, my number. <laughs> I'd always wanted to ask you. All right. Did you uh, as you get ready for the championship season? Not that far away, but look, you got more ahead. You've got. Uh, Kroll Masabi, what I what I like to joke and call the Phil Drobnik Invitational this coming up weekend yep. in, in Eveleth. Um, then you got Kurzawa, one of the premier events on the World Curling Tour. Um, and then, I mean, pretty much the month of January, you prep, get ready for uh, for Spokane, the U.S. Nationals at the start of February. Looking forward to uh, the the Drobnik Invitational and, and certainly Kurzawa. What are you looking for out of your team as you you know continue to gel, get better, uh, and improve? Yeah, I mean, like you you just said, build off of this momentum that we just got. We're uh, just looking to get better and better with every game, and and tighten up our game wherever we can, whether that be strategy or shot making or or even you know sweeping communication stuff. We're just uh, we're trying to improve in every little aspect that we can. And uh, win and loss records aside, we're just uh, as a team just trying to improve uh, with every game. Jimmy, always appreciate the time. We'll uh, we'll catch up soon. Will do. Thanks for having me. All right, that was Jamie Sinclair, the skip of Team Sinclair. Again, follow them on Twitter at Team J Sinclair. All right, we're going to pivot, switch gears here. We're going to switch gears and start looking ahead to the Thanksgiving holiday. I know Jenna's going to have a lot of fun things to say about what her holiday plans entail. 
We're going to talk about that, a whole lot more, what's coming up ahead this weekend right here on the Extraction Podcast with the 12th In Sports Network. We now continue with the Extra Extra In Podcast. Here again are Price and Jenna. All right, we are back. That was Jamie Sinclair in that last segment. Appreciate Jamie talking to me. I wish Jenna could have joined me for that one because I'm sure Jamie or Jenna would have had some good questions for Jamie. But Jenna K. Martin back with me here for the final segment. Thanksgiving edition is we're coming to you. Well, it's Tuesday night for us, but you'll be getting this one starting on Wednesday. And, you know, again, if you're hitting the highway, uh, byways, airways, wherever you're going, I hope you'll tune in and, uh, you know, give us a listen uh, because you can subscribe at Apple Podcasts, um, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker. Uh, We're coming to you this season from Spreaker. I appreciate uh, them hosting the podcast, but just search the extracts you're in on whatever your favorite podcast app is. Uh, But most importantly, we'd love to have you subscribe and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Five stars would be fantastic. It makes it easier for other curling fans to find. So, Jenna, as we get ready to turn the page, talk a little bit more curling, can I tell you one more Thanksgiving joke? Is it going to be as good as your last one? What is a turkey's favorite dessert? A turkey's favorite dessert is... Come on. I don't know. You're all over it. Come I'm, on. You know it's Peach Gobbler. Peach that... Gobbler. You know this. Ah, peach Gobbler. Ooh, oh, come on. <laughs> don't you? I mean, you're the one. You're the funny one. I'm just trying to get halfway to the bar that you set when it comes to humor and snark. Am I doing okay? You're doing great. You didn't prep me for jokes, so that's a whole different. Oh, God, I wasn't ready. All right. Well, I'm, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to endear myself to the great Jenna Martin. But, it, again, you can follow her on Twitter at Jenna or at underscore Jenna Martin 15. I don't know why there's no K in there, but she instead of the K, she jo- chose the 1-5. What does 1-5 stand for? Praise. I, this is a touchy subject for me. Well, I asked Before Jamie. I, I asked Jamie in the last interview what at Jamie Sinclair two one stands for. Hers was pretty easy. That's why I'm just going to keep it in the family and ask you what does the fifteen stand for. I don't know. It was my number when I had a number. Oh. I had to change my handle when I got married. Lost the check mark. It was a whole thing. I'm still bitter about it. Hold on. Why would you do that? You gave up the blue check mark in honor of Douglas. Doug. Yes. Doug Mart. Wow. Wow. The things we do for the ones we love, right? The, I was going to say the check mark for love. Wow. You know that you are <laughs> just utterly smitten with Doug Martin. I am just, oh, wow. Wow. That's all I'm going to say. Let's yeah. leave it right there. Okay. I didn't mean to uh, bring up any hard feelings. Real quick, uh, back on the curling side of things, I mentioned earlier the Canada Cup begins uh, airing today. Well, that would be Wednesday on, on ESPN3. So you can check that out if you are a curling fan. Uh, I know everybody listening right here is obviously a curling fan, which is why you're listening. Uh, we're all looking for curling on television. It really doesn't matter what the variety is, but you can catch some of the best teams in Canada as their road to the Olympics actually is going to begin their first event with qualification, uh, you know, points and qualification on the line uh, in Leduc, uh, I believe I said that right, I hope I did, in Alberta uh, starting uh, tomorrow. So the Canada Cup 2019 will be air live on ESPN3, so make sure you catch that. Uh, also, speaking of cups, the Team USA. D- Jenna, do you know what the Can-Am Cup is? Did the what? You, d- do you know what the Can-Am Cup is? So the Can-Am Cup was something, I believe it's in its first year. Uh, the Can-Am, 
Can-Am Cup was basically a, a, a competition that was set up between Canada and USA, basically a lot of club curlers, and you had to apply for the program. And if you got accepted, then you were uh, become part of basically Team USA. And so the teams, Team USA, Team Canada, uh, then went and played in a – what they did was they played in a, a series of events – uh, across Canada in, and I believe also in part of the northeast uh, of the United States. And you had people from all over, uh, literally all over, California, Arizona, Georgia, uh, North Carolina, I mean, clearly in the Midwest. But you had people from all over curling for Team USA uh, against uh, Canada. They played, I mean, they literally, I mean, they were in Nova Scotia not long after we were. They played Newfoundland. They played okay. all over. And so it was a competition where points were on the line. And Team USA, lo and behold, what do you know it, damn it, they beat Canada. And beating Canada right is a good thing. 623 to 613, Team USA beats Canada. Woo! Wow. How about that? That sounds close. I don't know what that is, but it seems like it was really close, right? Yeah, I'm not going to pretend to know exactly how the points (laughs) and stuff were distributed. I just know it was close, and Team USA beat Canada in curling, so it had to be a big deal. So that's why I figured we'd mention it. We'll take it. it. Yeah, we will take it. Uh, Also, uh, a couple more junior national teams qualified for the junior nationals in January. And a special shout-out to my man Ian Strong. Ian has worked with us at, uh, at U.S. Nationals uh, several times as a media intern, helping out Terry Davis, and you know works in a myriad of roles. And is just a great, great kid. Uh, he's not even a kid anymore, but he's I mean he's going to be in college here not too long. His sister just went off to college, but Ian Strong's team uh, they qualified for the Junior Nationals. They won uh, the qualifier this past weekend, and so a special shout out to him. I, think it's gonna be his first junior national i believe uh but i look ian has worked with us uh, several years uh, if you've watched the the 12th and sports network broadcast uh, and stream of nationals you probably heard ian you've seen ian he's done appearances uh helped call some games i mean he's been everywhere so just really a great young man it, it could not be any a bigger delight to work with so just a huge shout out uh to ian and his rank on qualifying, Jenna, so that is pretty awesome. And then one more thing to tell you about real quick, the Gold Line partnership with USA Curling, uh, the official supplier now of USA Curling, they have just launched and debuted their, quote, My First Broom program, end quote. So if you are a brand-new curler, you can uh, register uh, and take advantage of the discount that Gold Line will offer uh, first-time curlers to get and purchase your first curling broom. So... That partnership with USA Curling and Goal Line paying big dividends. Check out the My First Broom program online at usacurl.org. Jenna, I feel like I've just done nothing but plugs here uh, on this episode of The Extra Extra End. Is that how you feel? No, that's not how I feel. I was going to chime in and say that My First Broom program is so awesome because there's a lot of things that I forgot about. Um, my husband actually just took up curling recently, and there's a lot of things about being a first-time curler that I forgot about, and getting the equipment is a huge deal and also a very confusing process. So that's awesome that they're uh, doing what they can to help out those first or new-coming curlers. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Aaron and, and the you know Andrew and Andy and the entire Goal Line team, just they are fantastic people and just appreciate their partnership. Uh, with USA Curling, but check them out online, Goldline Curling Supplies. 
but especially the My First Broom program. All right, Jenna, you said you had questions for me. Um, I don't know why that you think that people are more interested in me than you because you've done far more in your young life than I will ever do, uh, especially when it comes to the ice and the topic at hand here of what we podcast about every week. But I'll let you fire away. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there because you are not giving yourself enough credit here. Um, so to be fully transparent, you and I were texting a bit tonight struggling to come up with ideas for the podcast because we had just talked last week, not a lot going on in the world curling tour. Um, we were trying to come up with ideas. So I said, what if we flip the script and I ask you a few questions okay. about yourself? Because okay. for so long, everybody has seen your face, heard your voice. You've kind of been the man behind the curtain, if you will, and behind the camera. Um, and we don't know your story. I feel like so many of us have just like accepted you as the staple in this, uh, permanent fixture of USA curling and, and more than that, but we don't know how you got here. <laughs> Can but, you tell us how? But I'm supposed to stay in the background. See, that's what PR like. That's you know, t- let Terry no. Davis do this. She will tell you like she, you don't want attention. You want it to be on other people, and that's you know that's the hard balance here in doing this. Is I don't want I, I don't like attention. I don't like being you know I don't like being seen. Right. I mean, but it's. You know, when you do podcasts and help out, obviously, on TESN, you know, you're going to be seen. But that's that's why PR folks like to be in the background. We like not to be seen. That's why we try and prop the athletes up and, you know, the sport up. So that's why you don't hear and see me at least as little as possible. I try and talk as little as possible, Jenna. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to expose you here, Price. But, why, why would you um, do that? You and I, I are, mean, I thought we had a really good bond going this fall and that we were going places together. We do, but that bond involves some give and take. And quite honestly, I mean, the curling world is welcoming. We um, have fun. We are inclusive. But when you first started showing up at Nationals, there was a man there who was just happy as can be, ecstatic about curling and giving out high fives willy-nilly. You don't see that in the curling world so often. So I think that truly, I really do mean this. I think a lot of people are interested in how you got started. In curling, what brought you to the sport? How did you end up with us? Um, the story is probably a little too long to tell. Um, I've told it before, but it really was it 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 started with um, it it started with a a joking tweet. Really, that we just got back from the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl Fifty, when the Panthers played the Broncos out in uh, the Bay Area. Um, and doing uh, co-hosting an afternoon drive time show on ESPN Upstate uh, here in the Upstate of South Carolina, it, it's just a side hustle. It was just simply helping out a friend of mine's show, uh, helping co-host with him three or four days a week. Um, so I'd since I remember seeing Joe or BA send something out, tweet something like, "Oh, you know, Nationals begins a week or a month from today." And I wrote him back, said, "Oh man, that'd be a back from that ripoff known as the Super Bowl. Boy, I'd love that's a bucket list. I'd love to be a part of." And I was serious when I said it. They probably thought I was joking, but um, the corporate ripoff, having just come back from the Super Bowl, which out of all the sporting events I've, I've been to and covered. That was by far the worst one I've ever been to. I mean, it was awful. I, I hope I never have. And I don't. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to have gone to a Super Bowl. It was just. It was awful. It was just a racket. But so when I tweeted uh, the TSN guys, it, basically, it was joking at night and saying, "I'd love to be a part of that. That's a bucket list." And they wrote me back saying, "Hey, would you really be interested?" And I was like, "These guys are kidding." And I said, uh, okay. And they're like, all right, give us a couple of days. We'll think of, 
you know, we'll, we'll get back to you. And I said, these guys might be serious. And literally, Joe hit me up a couple days later, said, hey, we talked to USA Curling. We think we got something for you. If you pay your way out here to, to Seattle, uh, we got you covered in terms of hotel and stuff for the week. And I said, all right. So I got on a plane, didn't know anybody, and uh, was embraced from the minute I walked in the door. Uh, literally from the second I walked in the door by Terry and Rick Patsky and uh, within 30 and 60 seconds, both came over and introduced himself. And we're so glad you're here. And I'm just, I was just happy to be there because it was something I'd always wanted to be a part of, honestly. And, um, you know, I, in curling, not being a hotbed in, in, you know, in the Southeast, you know, I, I got into the sport watching it by, like a lot of people did in this area, not by playing it like you all in the Midwest. It was more watching it during the Olympics and on television. So during the 2006 Olympics in Torino is when I was just bitten by the bug, and I watched it in my office at all hours when I was working in the congressional office for my boss while he was in uh, in Congress. And so people would come into my office all the time and say, are you still watching that? Are you still watching that? And I literally watched it all day long. So that's that's really how it came to be. That is so interesting. You are spreading the, the good word of curling before you're even fully immersed in the community. Um, so then you obviously you were at Seattle Nationals and then you started working. How did you get in touch with Gary Gertz? I want to talk a little bit, if you don't mind, about your whole social media and how you help out those teams that you're working with currently. Can we get into that a little bit? Do you care? Well, we'll get into a little bit of it. I mean, basically it was this, is that Jerry and I met at that Nationals. I had met him before. Um, and we became we we became fast friends, but um, you know we we talked a lot and got to know each other. And then you know as the trials got closer, um, you know I you know I was I was thinking on it for a while, and I knew what John and them had been through, um, you know, with their last obviously several Olympics. And so I was like, hmm, I wonder if they would be interested in allow me to do their social media form during the Olympics, before, through, during, and then after. And so I, you know, I talked to Jerry about. It. He's like, "Yeah, I think it's something you should you should bring up to him." So I waited until obviously after they won the trials, and then right after they won it, I, I brought it up to him, and they were all about it. And I just said, "All right, well, you guys talk it over." And so we waited, waited, and I didn't hear anything from them, and I didn't want to overstep my bounds. But I, you know, I think it was, <laughs> I think it was Kelsey Landsteiner that that hit me up and said, "Hey, were you still planning on helping them out? Because you know, a lot of the, I think some of the players' wives had helped them a little bit, and they were doing some of it on their own, but." I think she was the one that hit me up about a month before or something like that. And, and I was like, well, I just didn't want to bother them about it. And they're like, well, I think John, they were kind of waiting to see if you really, really wanted to do it. I said, oh, yeah, all right. And so I was like, yeah, just – so I, I sent Steiner a note, and, you know, he's like, yeah, I think this is going to work. And so basically from there it went. You know, I had a plan and put it together. And Jerry and I did not kind of combine things until after that as we move forward after the Olympics. And – um, going to the Worlds in Vegas, what, a couple weeks even after that, when Richie and them were playing, um, you know, I talked to Richie at Nationals in Fargo, and they're like, yeah, you know, we'd love to have you do it there if, if that's okay. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be there anyway, um, and I'd gotten that grant with the WCF. So I was there helping Terry anyway, and then that's really how it just took off. Well, cool. I, I guess I always knew that you were the social media guy, um, or, I, I don't know, the MC at Nationals, whatever you want to call it. But I never fully knew your story and how you got immersed. And I think a lot of U.S. curlers feel the same way. So thanks for sharing that. Um, final question, in the spirit of it being Thanksgiving week, what has been 
um, I guess maybe the biggest surprise or what have you been most thankful for that the sport of curling has brought into your life that you weren't necessarily expecting? Oh my goodness. I mean, there's no question about it that it's the people, right? I mean, because the people in the sport are what makes curling so special, so uniquely special. And, and, you know, not to get sappy or anything, but, I mean, it's a, it's a sport unlike any other. I mean, having been a college swimmer and um, swam all my life and then, you know, you know, becoming a part of other sports, you know, as an SID and athletic communications at the college level and, you know, doing a lot of radio and working with teams and colleges and stuff like that. It just, I mean, there's just, it's different. It's just completely different. And the reason why curling is different is when it's, it is a different sport, but it's the people that make it different. And the people are, are just so genuine and, and the salt of the earth people. And you don't find anybody like curling fans, players, coaches. There's nobody that that's like this sport. It's a open arms, welcoming, uh, the most welcoming group of people I've ever been around. And so that that I would say is what I'm most thankful for, and you know, in terms of a surprise, because I had no idea, you know, exactly what I was getting into. But I, I wouldn't change a thing. Gosh, is it getting dusty in here? My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, people ask me that Thanks all the time. That well, they they ask yeah. me that. They're like, "What is it about it?" Like people here, I just said, "You won't, you w- just won't understand." I can't articulate it until you become a part of it, and or you get a taste of it, and. You know, it just people here in this area, you know, I, I ran into a lady over in Clemson on Sunday, you know, after a basketball game, and she saw or she, she saw my, I think it was a pullover from the trials and said, oh, are you on the curling team? I said, no, I'm not on the curling team, but I help work with some of the curling teams. And she said, oh, I love watching. And I said, really? And she said, yeah, it's just so awesome. And I said, wow, it's good to meet another curling fan. And uh, she started talking about it. And and what she liked about it, and she started asking me questions. I just said, you just got to go sometime. When you go and finally get to experience it, that's when you kind of, like, get it. But, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just the people that, that really, there's no question about it. That's I hope to be a part of it for a long time. But as long as everybody will have me, I, I would love to, to have it in my life because it's just it's fantastic. I think that the curling community is ecstatic to have you, especially now that we know a little bit more about you. I think we're going to be all the more welcoming. So thanks again, Price, for all that you do. Um, And Thanksgiving gratefulness spirit. We appreciate you and everything that you've done for USA Curling as well. Well, I have done nothing. I have done zero. You've done far more than I have uh, competing at the the highest level at at, at, at Grand Slam events, winning national titles, gentlemen. Look, you compete at the Worlds for God's sake. So I'm I'm small potatoes. So enough interviewing me. We need to get back to putting you <laughs> on the center stage because you are one thing that this podcast is about, and that's why we're grateful to have you as the co-host this year. And hopefully this 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 partnership will continue to blossom and bloom in weeks and months to come because we don't want you going anywhere. So I'm going to start slipping you uh, a couple checks and a couple 20s um, here down the road. So just just make sure you plan on that for tax purposes, okay? By all means, yeah. <laughs> all right, Jenna, let's get out of here. We got Thanksgiving. We got uh, turkey to, uh, to begin to start prepping our bodies and our bellies for. So uh, I hope you and Doug have a uh, – and your dog, you guys have a, uh, a blessed and happy, merry, jolly Thanksgiving. Right, let me just ask you this real quick. Are your Christmas decorations up or do you wait till Thanksgiving weekend? Because I thought I saw you with a daggum tree up. Oh, they've been up for weeks. Oh, yeah. God. I- I know. I don't want to disappoint you. No more questions. 
God, I you know no, I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that because I'm jealous. My wife won't allow. Oh, water. Oh, I like I had um, you know the day after Halloween, I put Christmas music in the car. So taking the kids to school in the morning, <laughs> we're listening to Christmas music, and they're like, "Mommy won't let us listen to this." <clears throat> so I'm like, "What? Well, you know what? what? You guys are with me. You're listening to it with me, and they love it." But no, we have not seen a Christmas decoration or anything like that come down. I was able to over the weekend get the Christmas kids books down from the attic. So that's about the really okay. outside of the music. That's the the furthest we've gone. But, yeah, this weekend it'll be all about some decking the halls. I can't wait to start decking, especially the back deck uh, or our back porch with all my uh, icicle lights and all the crap I like to do. Well, I can't wait to see it. Looks like we have another commonality that we can dive into when we reunite with our Tim Hortons next. But happy Thanksgiving to you and your family as well and uh, everybody listening, too. All right, that'll do it. We'll see you next week right here on the Extraction Podcast with the 12th and Sports Network. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Thanks to everybody for listening. We'll do it again next week right here. Thanks for being with us on this edition of the Extra Extra In Podcast with Pice Atkinson and Jenna Martin. Follow the 12th In Sports Network crew on Twitter and Facebook to stay up to date on news, guests, and upcoming episodes of the Extra Extra In Podcast. And contact us for more information on how to join the 12th In Sports Network. Ready for a different kind of distance? In South Dakota's open spaces, there's room to ride, stop, and explore. When you're ready to travel, great places are waiting. Learn more at TravelSouthDakota.com. The NBA is back. Where else can you get this type of drama? Where else does history hang from the rafters? Jalen Brown throws it down. Where else is your own city? Home to your biggest rival. The battle of LA is real, people. And 30 feet is still in range. Hurry, action. Where else can a city this loud be this slept on? Let's get it out of here. Where else is history still in the making? Oh, my goodness. Where else? The NBA, only here. Season begins tonight on TNT.